I'm honestly not sure how this recording is going to go, but let's well, let's give it a try. Hello everyone, you're listening to Rampant Mumblings in Germany. Yes, I had a last minute trip uh, thrust upon me to come and do some work over in Germany for two weeks. It's been interesting. So where can I start on this one? So put on the Apple Watch, got the phone going, had my tickets booked with Expedia, which means I'm flying with KLM, which is great. Knowing that KLM have a passbook or wallet app or whatever they're going to call it these days, there is next to no help whatsoever to use this service. And you would think, well, you know, how many people did I see in the airport? Uh, in fact, that reminds me about another anecdote I'll bring up about the airport in a minute. That had an Apple device and it was quite quite strange really that there was nothing about passbook or wallet on klm so basically it turns out that you uh, have to wait for your booking confirmation wait till you check in get it to send you an email which then sends you a link that sends you to a web page that then allows you to put the flight information onto your apple device oh it was literally was that painful it's so many hoops to go through to put your boarding pass onto your iOS device or onto your watch. Now, I ended up having a bit of a panic, like I normally do uh, with these things, not trusting technology, so I printed off my boarding pass, and I'm really glad I did, because the first airport scanner I went to, you put your iPhone down on the glass to scan it, and it doesn't work. <sighs> Great. So there I am, it's like London all over again, with the queue behind me, trying to work out how to get through this darn turnstile with my phone or my watch. And you can't use the Apple Watch as a boarding pass. What you can and you can't. If you take off your Apple Watch, unlock it, then put it down on the scanner, so you're putting glass onto glass, which is perhaps never really the best idea, it works. Or at least I think it would. But there was no way, without taking my hand off, uh, sorry, the watch off, taking my hand off, that's a bit severe to try and get to a different country, without taking my watch off, to be able to get it to scan so yes that was interesting uh, there is a lot to be said for just printing off your boarding passes but then trying to print on ios into a wireless printer and if the wireless printer's in the corner and you can't work out well sometimes you can print and sometimes you can't and then you realize that you can't print wirelessly because the wi-fi connection just isn't strong enough they don't make it easy do they so that one's getting here uh, flight was fantastic. I even saw, close up in personal, my first ever iPhone 6S Plus in 24 karat gold. Well, more like the guy in Schiphol Airport wanted to show me it because he was just so excited that someone was playing with an iPhone. Uh, and I said to him, do people actually coming buy these, you know, from duty free? He says, yeah, we sell them all the time. He then takes me over and shows this 24 karat gold iPhone 6s which does look it looks as preposterous as it does you could see why some it it has its target demographic put it that way uh, I've worked in the Middle East and there are loads of people who are just going to drop down the money on something like that without even blinking an eyelid uh, and funnily enough as I was making my exit to leave a woman comes in and says hi there uh, I wanted to buy a 64 gigabyte iPhone 6S, please. Oh, actually, have you got the 128 gig? And it's like, well, I need to go out in my village a little bit more. 
Now in Germany, I think I'm perhaps the only person who has an Apple Watch. Uh, and that might seem strange, but it really isn't. You can't, there's, there is no contactless payment here whatsoever. I think I might have seen one in the airport. Uh, but no, other than that, there is, I've not seen one Apple Pay sign here whatsoever. They love to deal in cash here, which is great because it just, they like cash because if you work in cash when you go to a restaurant or a bar you're more than likely to uh, receive a tip instead they have quite a few decent apps for their phone uh, which lets you buy tickets from a to b or you can get a pass from a to b traveling to go so if you imagine a circle to give you an idea of the cost of public transport here imagine a circle and from the center of that circle you can go three hours outward in any direction and back and then go three hours in the opposite way for a seven day pass that's costing me about 21 euros which is nothing because you get to go on the u-bahn the s-bahn and i even did make a joke that the entire german economic public transport system had broken down when my bus was 45 seconds late so that's quite funny and it's all clean it's all really nice and it's pretty much what being in a city is like as for using my apple watch well even though munich is what rated one of the safest cities in the world it's still been really handy for times when uh because i haven't bought any data passes in the last 24 48 hours i just load up the directions uh, on my phone and send it to my watch and off i go uh, and there's something that just gives me a little bit more i feel a bit safer just looking at my watch uh, nervously then pulling out my phone not wondering where I am uh, so that's been handy just trying to think what else I can tie in with the tech here all the internet as you might expect from being in a city is ballistically fast however uh, they all use IP6 which means and what I've just discovered is that these VPN and proxy work sorry the proxy workarounds don't always work which has been really really annoying but then again there hasn't really been much on the terrestrial TV back at home uh, that I'd want to watch anyway. So I'm not quite sure uh, what the benefit is that these IP4 and IP6, but they, they are very, very, very strict on their content blocking. Uh, a good friend of mine over here had a letter from um, either a solicitor or a lawyer or a court to say that someone using her Wi-Fi connection... Uh, had watched 15 minutes of the man from Uncle, uh, and they were subject now to a 1200 euro fine, uh, which turned out to be completely legitimate. And in the end, they managed to sort it all out. Uh, I had a look at it and I couldn't find the computer that was on the network, but it turns out that it happened a day before someone had left the apartment, never to be seen again. So, two and two equaling four there. But even more interestingly, though, a lot of pubs. In restaurants, they don't have Wi-Fi, and I can't. And this happened to me last night. I was in a pub on my own, uh, getting some food, and you know, I like to go out and explore places. And you can normally sort of meet people that are slightly more or less German and a bit more. Uh, no, that's the wrong thing to say. People who are slightly more friendly than being stony-faced, I think, is an accurate way because they can be quite arrogant if you don't pronounce German 
absolutely 100% correct. They'll pretend that they just don't understand you. So I think, right, well, this is a good time. I'm in a pub. I'll just catch up on the news, the world, my emails, uh, text people back home, text a girlfriend. Uh, and I said, do you have Wi-Fi? And they looked at me and went, no. Uh, and then because, you know, people just like to sit and chat. And I've got to say, in all the restaurants and places that I've been so far, and by the way, I know that I keep saying the word pub in restaurant. I don't want to give anyone the idea here that I'm a raging alcoholic. Uh, I've just been literally wandering around, stopping for a coffee. So it's not always alcoholic. Uh, I've barely seen people doing a thing where they're on a table, on a night out, uh, and all they do is spend time on their Facebook. I have rarely, rarely seen that. So that's been quite interesting. I'm hoping tomorrow I'm going to head to the Apple store and I'm going to do a project that I've always wanted to do, which is I'm going to review something whilst in the Apple store and using it. So that'll probably be a catastrophe uh, in the waiting. So I look forward to that. And also apologies for the audio quality. Again, I'm trying something new today. I'm using Apple's music memos. Um, it seems like a good idea right now, but how I'm going to get the audio off is anyone's idea, uh, and how it sounds is going to be something else. I had the common sense before I left to preload some apps onto my phone. I've got an NVH, and I'm not even going to try and pronounce that app, that will let me work out how to get to point A or point B, uh, point A to point B on the U-Bahn. That's worked out quite well interestingly i've put google translate now when i first came to germany i had an app called word lens uh, and you would point your phone at something in german and it would translate it to english but you could only do a word at a time unless you took a picture it would then scan it and you know when you're in a bit of a rush or you're on the train or the bus you kind of don't have time for that so i downloaded google translate that thing is a beast it does it all in real time. Now, I probably know this is not news to anybody else, but when you've got Wi-Fi or data and you're in somewhere and you just want to look at a restaurant menu or you want to look at a timetable or instructions, providing it's in a semi, not overly cursive font, it does a brilliant job. It really, really does. Now, obviously, you need data for this. I haven't tried getting someone to speak German into my phone yet because I think that's just a complete disaster waiting to happen, but I might give it a go. I tried the Microsoft translation tool as well. I can't quite remember what it is. I'll have a look on my phone in a sec. And that was quite good. But that, you have to type things in. In fact, I'm just going to go and have a look at that now. I really have no idea what the audio is going to sound like, so bear with me. The, the Microsoft one is really good. You can either say, get someone to say something into it, or you write it in yourself. Uh, and it does, again, does a really, really good job. Looks really, really nicely presented. The Google one wins a bit more for me because it just means that I could scan a menu, um, look at a newspaper column, or get instructions, or... Things along those lines. It doesn't work, unfortunately, with a lot of the billboards here or stands on the side of the road where they've written things in handwriting, which, you know, technology is only going to be you know, able to do so much. But overall, those two apps have been really good. 
Data-wise, it's not been too bad. Um, like I said, there is a lack of hotspot coverage, but three, a uh, UK mobile provider, will do unlimited data for £5 a month, which I'm guessing is about 7, 8... Sorry, £5 a day, which is about 7, 8 euros or about $9, maybe. Uh, and that has been fantastic. You get it for 24 hours. Um, well, you get it for midnight till midnight so i if i'm gonna buy it uh, as i got lost on saturday well not lost it was just a very very strange night i planned to be home at well home at the apartment for about half past 12 one o'clock it was half past five by the time i got through the door yeah so i made sure i bought that data so i managed to get it from zero 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 one to 23.59 uh, and that's been really really good it has been rock solid although what i am finding though is if i turn on uh, the cellular data um so i'm using that whatever's happening my battery life is just absolutely crippled and i can't figure for the life of me why i've quit all the apps i've checked the backgrounding but it always happens to me when i'm in germany that for some reason my battery life is just absolutely shocking so i might go and see if i can find one of those sims just have a local sim for a few days so i've always got data with me which is probably going to be the better plan rather than spending about eight euros a day uh, when i'm out and about i'm just trying to think what else i've got really uh, i'm recording ah yes i'm recording this in apple's uh, memos music memos got absolutely no idea how to get the audio off but i thought well, it's not, it doesn't look too bad of an app. It doesn't have any features in there like truncate silence. On my podcasting rig right now, I've gone over to Hindenburg, <laughs> which is probably the most inappropriate name you could have for a podcasting app whilst in the center of Germany. So anyway, I'm using that app. That's not too bad. It's great in the sense that it will do automatic leveling. Not so great in the fact that it won't do a truncate silence. So you do have to be a bit more au fait with uh, manual editing. But seeing as I go through every podcast I do about twice these days, just to keep my hand in with podcasts, trying to edit quicker, uh, that's no surprise. I've got some ergonomic gadgets in the post to me as well, including, I'm trying to think what it was called now. Oh, that's great. Anyway, it's like a little shuttle. And Don McAllister mentioned it on another podcast, that, and they've been really good. Now they've got, they're going to come on the show, I think in the next one to two weeks. And that's going to, and this sounds really dull and really boring, but we're going to be talking about ergonomics at the keyboard and at your computer, which as far as I know, Almost everybody gets wrong, and I've been party to this myself because I'm still in agony after my bicycle accident, and so I'm trying to just be as ergonomically sound as I possibly can. So that's what's coming up. Uh, there's no apps I've got coming on the radar this week, so I think I'm going to give a shout-out to Annotate for Mac, which is a way to take screenshots with a load more features. You can do the things like markup, you can save directly to Dropbox, when you do save to Dropbox, it automatically copies and pastes the URL for sharing. So you can literally uh, shift command six, you take a capture of a window, you get the you upload to Dropbox, and you can share it straight away. It also lets you do uh, annotated, sorry, animated GIFs, 
which is really good if you just want to do something like a seven second capture of something because i've been using that for my review of file pane because it's easier to see uh, how that works in trying to describe it uh, and that's really been it it's been a bit of a slow s- slow sort of few weeks uh, there was some good response to the last podcast with carl covering uh the march event which seems seems more and more likely given the talk show with john gruber he had phil schiller and eddie q on with him and they literally just dropped it say yeah we've got an event next month but with no dates if you haven't heard of the talk show or haven't listened to the episode of the talk show it's very very recommended and i think i've probably gone on for long enough i'm going to do a few smaller episodes i think as the week goes along uh, as i'm back home next tuesday but uh it'll be a different rampant mumblings for the next few days if you're tuning in for the apple stuff in it hasn't really been very happily today sorry about that but i am trying to sort of phase things in to say well if you're abroad this is how i'm using my tech today how well does it work uh, so there'll be more stories about that if you have used my amazon link and i know quite a few of you have i would just want to say a big thank you to everybody out there by clicking on the amazon link you're helping to support the show basically all it does is we get a very very small amount of commission from whatever you purchase from the amazon store you don't have to do anything you don't have to wait well, obviously you have to shop but you don't have to tick a box. You don't have to say, yes, I want to donate money or contribute or anything like that. You just simply shop as normal and you notice no difference whatsoever. So for all of you out there who are using our Amazon link, which is going to be in the show notes, uh, hopefully uh, I'm going to be changing uh, hosting providers soon so the show notes will actually format properly. Uh, in fact, that's going to be my next podcast about uh, opinion. You'll be able to actually click on it from within your iPhone. And as always, if you want to, please leave a review over on the iTunes. It's been so long now, so long since anyone's left us a review, and it's feeling a bit lonely out there, even though for some reason on iTunes, we're, I've got the little bars coloured in to say popularity, which is fantastic. But it would be good to hear from you to get some feedback, to get some reviews. If you want to do that, just go by the iTunes store or on we're on Spreaker, Stitcher, tune in uh and one other that i'm working on um when i get back to the apartment shortly and so if you want to get in contact with me i'm on the twitter at ocean speed and also follow my other um twitter account essential mac which is my daily blog updated semi-regularly not regularly enough at the moment uh which covers apple news but i try and instead of just bashing out the apple news i just try and give a bit of a any like a comment at the bottom of the screen just so you know it's not just copy and paste journalism someone's actually thought about what they're writing uh, and of course this show is on itunes so until then until the next podcast which is hopefully going to be a bit more concise and a bit less rambly cheerio everyone from munich and i'll speak to you soon ta-da